0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 100 of 2021, and today we're going to do the readings for Wednesday of Holy Week. So this is episode 100, and we're going to do the readings for Wednesday of Holy Week of 2021. So if you like what I do and you think I'm doing a good job, please subscribe and share to the podcast i will be greatly appreciated so let's begin with the prayer of the act of contrition the one we say at mass in the name of the father son and holy spirit i confess to almighty god and to you my brothers and sisters that i have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what i have done and what i have failed to do through my fault through my fault through my most grievous fault therefore i ask blessed mary ever virgin and all the angels and saints and you my brothers and sisters to please pray with me to the lord our god may almighty god have mercy on us forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life amen christe 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 lord have mercy lord have mercy lord have mercy, lord, have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary. Pray for us. Saint Joseph, Guardian of the Holy Church, Guardian of Families, Terror of Demons. Pray for us. Saint Peter the Apostle. Pray for us. Saint Paul the Apostle. Pray for us. Saint John the Apostle. Pray for us. Saint Mary Magdalene. Pray for us. Saint Athanasius. Pray for us. St. Ambrose, pray for us. St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Monica, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. And St. Benedict, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Jerome, pray for us. And St. Michael, the Archangel. Defend us from evil and pray for us in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Got them a little reversed, but hey, I managed to put them all in there. Okay, so now we are in Wednesday of Holy Week, and the uh, entrance antiphon is from uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 10, 8 and 11. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bend, at those in heaven and on earth and under the earth. For the Lord became obedient to death, death on the cross. Therefore, Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. All right, so let's begin with our first reading. Okay, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 50, verse 4 to 9. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 50, verse 49. The Lord, has, the Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning he opens my ear that I may hear. And I have not rebelled, have not turned back, I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. If anyone who wishes to oppose me, let us appear together who dispute my right. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One more time. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 50, verse 49. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them, Morning after morning he opens my ear that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I will give my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pluck my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. Okay. Psalm 69. Pay attention to some of the Clear signs of prophecy here. Psalm 69. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. For your sake, I bear insult, and shame covers my face. I have become an outcast to my brothers, a stranger to my mother's sons, because zeal for your house consumes me, and the insult of those who blaspheme who blaspheme you fall upon me lord in your great love answer me lord in your great love answer me insult has broken my heart and i am weak i looked for sympathy but there was none for counsel, counselors not one could i find rather they put gall in my food and in my thirst they give me vinegar to drink lord in your in your great love answer me lord in your great love answer me I will praise the name of God in song, and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the poor, and his own who are in bonds he spurns not. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Okay, let's look at this here. Psalm 69. For your sake, I bear insult, and shame covers my face. Just like you saw in um, in this part here. Let's see. Uh, in Isaiah, I give my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plugged my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. For your sake, I bear insult, and shame, This is now in Psalm 69. And shame covers my face. I have become an outcast to my brothers, a stranger to my mother's sons. Because zeal for your house consumes me and the insult of those who blaspheme you fall upon me. It's talking about Jesus. Isaiah, I give my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who pluck my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. Isaiah 50, this part is talking about the passion of Jesus, the way he's mistreated. Okay, the Lord God is my help and therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not I, I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. All right, and then it goes on here, like you see, he goes on to say, He who is near, he upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? It's Jesus. is talking about our Lord. And then Psalm 69 again, like I said. For, I, for your sake, I bear insult and shame covers my face. I have become an outcast to my brothers. The Lord Jesus became an outcast. And then the part here when he came and he toppled the, the, the money changers, because the zeal for your house consumes me, and the insult of those who blaspheme you will fall upon me. Insult has broken my heart, and I am weak. I look for sympathy, but there was none. For counselors, but one, no one could I find rather they put gall in my food and in my thirst, they give me vinegar to drink. That's what happened when he was at the foot of the cross, when he went to be crucified, they try to give him, um, like a painkiller. So he wouldn't feel the pain. I will praise the name of God in song I will glorify him with thanksgiving see you lowly ones and be glad you who seek God may your hearts revive for the lord hears the poor and in his and his own who are in bonds spurn, mean, he spurns not you know you got to you know once you hear you read the scriptures you read the gospels you begin to see the signs in the old testament and in many cases the story of joseph the way he was betrayed is a type picture of Jesus, Joseph in the Old Testament by his brothers Judah and all the others. And the death of Abel is a type picture of Jesus. Uh, Cain murdering Abel. Alright, let's move on from there. The verse before the gospel. Hail to you, our King, you alone are compassionate with our errors. Hail to you, our King, you alone are compassionate with with our errors. Or Hail to you, our King, obedient to the Father. You were led to your crucifixion like a gentle lamb to the slaughter. Hail to you, our King, obedient to the Father. You will led to your crucifixion like a gentle lamb to the slaughter. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter twenty-six, fourteen to 25 The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the passover he said go into the city to a certain man and tell him the teacher says my appointed time draws near in your house i shall celebrate the passover with my disciples the disciples then did as jesus had ordered and prepared the passover when it was evening he reclined at the table with the 12 and while they were eating he said amen i say to you one of you will betray me Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born." Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, one more time. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, St. Matthew, chapter 26, verse 14 to 25. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver, and from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house, I will celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, he who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as is written of him, but woe to, him, woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better that if that man had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Okay, let's review what we have here. We have let's look at Isaiah. Um, let's check out what we're reading here, and we'll point out to the parts here that are that speak of our Lord. Isaiah chapter fifty, verse nine. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue, that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning he opens my ear that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pluck my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore, I am not disgraced. I set my face like flint, knowing I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right, if any one wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See the Lord God as my help. Who will prove me wrong? Okay, I will give my back to those who beat me. The passion of our Lord. My cheek to those who pluck my beard. The passion of our Lord. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The passion of our Lord. Right there. That's, that's what happened to him. And then we hear this part. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near who upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? Again, his opponents, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, those who opposed his preaching, those who oppose the fact that he forgave sin, those who oppose the fact that he healed people on the Sabbath, those who opposed him uh because of the fact that he exposed their hypocrisy. These are the people who confront him, who oppose him. And then here, Psalm 69. For your sake I bear insult, the passion and shame and shame covers my face the passion of our lord i have become an outcast to my brothers the passion a stranger to my mother's sons the passion this is this is basically referring to israel because he shares the, the mother and the sons is basically the nation of israel um uh, israel as is the mother in a sense and the the sons those his fellow countrymen and then this part here, because the zeal, because zeal for your house consumes me, and the insult of those who blaspheme you fall upon me, the passion, and what happened on Palm Sunday when he shows up to the temple, he chases out the money changers. Then the apostles remembered, because the zeal for your house consumes me, insult has broken my heart and I am weak. His passion. I look for sympathy, but there was none. No one, no one to to comfort him. He's abandoned by the apostles. For consolers, not one could I find. Rather, they put gall in my food. And and in and in my thirst, they give me vinegar to drink. The passion at the crucifixion. And then finally, we go here to the to the to the gospel. Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 14 to 25. One of the 12, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver, and from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. There you go. Right there. It's very simple. We're not given an insight to Judah's mind. We, we pretty much know his motive. I mean, in many cases, I think if trying to figure out Judas can be very simple. I last year when I tried to do the um, the day Christ died, and I was doing, a, I was reading a little bit, trying to mix it up a little bit with the um, uh, the sadness of Christ by Saint Thomas More. Um, it was a little difficult. I mean, maybe in the future I might try again to to, to make it right, but. Uh, it was my first attempt trying to do a a, a Lent program. Um, this year was a little better because of the readings. Um, in in the, the book, The Day Christ Died, Jim Bishop says that Judas Iscariot was the kind of person that probably would steal the coins off, of, off a dead man's eyes and be too terrified to steal the ring, the jeweled ring on the man's finger. Kind of like showing his narrowness and his, uh, pettiness. Maybe I'm not, I mean, right now, when I think about it, I'm not exactly too sure if I agree with that, because one is the fact that I got to look at the fact that Judas was an apostle Judas was intelligent Judas was was preaching teaching and casting out devils because he was given the graces the fact is like Taylor Marshall said that at the mass when the priest says that this is my body and this is my blood when the uh, over the bread and wine that the miracle of the transubstantiation happens regardless of the state of the priest, whether the priest is a saint or a sinner, Christ will work his miracle through the priest because we have to remember that yes, the priest is still a human being. He's still a man. He could be a man of sin. St. Francis of Assisi one time was challenged. Brother Francis what if I would tell you that priest over there, that priest who you just received Holy Communion from, the body and blood of Christ? I'm paraphrasing some of the words here, but this is how it. What if I would tell you that that priest has two mistresses on the side, Brother Francis? And Brother Francis said, I will continue to receive the sacraments from his hands because he's ordained. But aside, privately, behind closed doors, I would rebuke rebuke him to his face for his sinful life. There you go. That's how you think as a Catholic. That's how Francis saw the ministry of Christ through the life of a sinful priest, even though the priest is ordained and the and, the, and in, in that ordination Christ will still perform his miracle. But the priest, it doesn't mean the priest is going to go to heaven. So we have to look at Judas a little bit more carefully. I think now I would change My thoughts about you, about Judas a little bit more, maybe Jim Bishop, I can, maybe he's right to some extent that Judas was motivated by money, but 30 pieces of silver was just the price of a slave. Judas could have negotiated a higher price, most likely, but the prophecy said 30 pieces of silver, but really then again, is, was Judas that shallow? I mean, for the Lord to say, I have picked you, meaning the apostles. You have not chosen me. I have chosen you. And one of you is a devil. And the fact that Judas was also uh, trying to motivate the apostles. Remember when Mary took the, the jar of nard, broke the seal poured it over our Lord's head and over his feet. And the whole house got filled with the, with the fragrance of the spiked nard and Judas, we find out says, why all this waste? We could have sold the, the, the perfume for several hundred denarii and given it to the poor. And he was trying to rouse other people to speak against her. And the Lord Jesus says, leave her alone. She's done me. She's done me great good. For I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached, this woman will be remembered as a memorial for she has done a good deed for me. She has prepared me for my burial ahead of time. And then he says, the poor you will always have with you. And why so concerned for the poor? I mean, there was another version of the Gospels that says that, you know, but you will not always have me with you. That's that's a lot. I mean, John says in his Gospel, he said this not because he really cared about the poor, because he was a thief. <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, maybe it's good that we don't have so much details, but there's a lot we could come up with conclusions judas was a evil wicked man he was a bad priest and we've had bad priests through the centuries we've had we we have them today I mean, look at the fact that we have pre-bishops and cardinals that will not say anything to a politician like Joe Biden and willingly hand over the most precious sacrament of sacraments, the Holy Eucharist, to someone like Joe Biden. They let him, t- they let him receive Holy Communion. It's almost like, like our Lord said, do not cast your pearls before swine. Or else they will turn and trample upon you. How, how often are we going to let, how often can they let this happen? Don't they care? They should, they, they literally should want to throw themselves onto the, the, our Lord to protect him from being blasphemed. The question is, do they have faith? That's another question everybody always asks about these bishops. And I have to say, we have to question it. I have to say, I don't think they do have faith. everything everything that's going on now we have been given a warning in the apostasy of Judas Iscariot and we've had bad bishops if you look at apostolic history church history you will see bad priests Judas is showing up Marcion Arius and many others, Martin Luther, and many others. It's sad and it's tragic. We go on from here, and then we have the, he waited for an opportune time. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says, my appointed time draws near. In your house, I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered, and they prepared the Passover. A certain man. Well, definitely we we see the fact that Jesus obviously had his own network of people, network of followers. Uh, the man, of course, was noticed because he was carrying a jar of water, which was not a man's job to do. It's women's job to go get water in that culture. It's a male, it's a male-dominated culture, and there was and there were certain rules. Remember the uh, Samaritan woman who went to draw water during the hot time of the day, the high noon of the day. Women usually show up to draw water usually in the morning, the cool of the morning. Before, before it gets very hot or in the evening, just about sun sunset, where it gets a little bit more cooler and they can go out. She, the Samaritan woman, wanted to avoid the other women because of her scandalous life. The man here goes and draws water and how he knew the apostles would be there. It was a signal and they followed him. Now it obviously proves that Jesus has his own private network. Um, so we have we have here. Obviously, uh, they prepared the Passover place, the the upper room. When it was evening, he 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 reclined at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, hey "Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me." Jesus knew, Jesus knew this about Judas Iscariot. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, he who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will, I, who, will betray, who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, as is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed." It would have be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi, he answered. And he said, You have said so. It's almost like, like he's mocking him to his face. I mean, he clearly realizes Jesus knew. And it's almost like he's... I mean, I can imagine he... He might have said it, not looking at in his face, or well, maybe he, he looked directly at him. It's, it's difficult. Like I said, Judas is a character that appears quickly in the spotlight and disappears. You're not meant to, you can't pinpoint him. It appears it is sad. It's difficult. It's really difficult to pinpoint him. And maybe that's, it's a sad thing. Maybe it's not so sad thing. I don't know i mean any soul that is damned to hell is a tragedy and he did say to judas that one of you is a devil and he did say that it's been it would have been better if this man had never been born and it's um it's you know it's 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 hard to you know it, it, he says it it would be it would have been better it would be better for that man if he had never been born. That's a like I always say. It's a hard thing to imagine, to hear your Lord and Master say such a thing, if it was one of us. I think it sums up in those words right there. Maybe that's why Judas is such a difficult person to pinpoint because you can't, you you can't. Maybe we can, Maybe we should not invest so much and we shouldn't waste our time because we have to remember any one of us could be wind up a Judas. And I think the worst thing is to hear those words. We should always be, be seriously careful and think of those words. It would have been better if that man had never been born. That's why I think it's stupid when we have movies that show Judas in a sympathetic light. Because this person has to be completely evil. In order for to hear the Lord say, One of you is a devil, and and it would have been better if this man had never been born. Okay, we'll end it here. And, uh, you know, it, it's getting closer, but I I really do feel it is hard. It is very difficult, and I think maybe it's better that we should always remember those words so that we can always, always be careful not to end up like him. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked, attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls, Amen in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right folks, um, we're getting to uh, we're getting to the height of the drama of Holy Week. I always love I always love Holy Week. I always love the um, the events of uh, Holy Week. That's just to me the whole week of, of experiencing the passion of Jesus it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful experience. And I think all of us shouldn't miss out on it. We should try to take part of it as much as possible. All right. So I'll be back with Thursday's uh, readings. Uh, That should be interesting, right? God bless and be well.